It is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. I am not my own, but belong body and soul, in life and in death, to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Remember who you are and whose you are. Baptism washes and cleanses us from our sins and transforms us from being the children of wrath into the children of God. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Identity, a podcast that explores Christian identity and doctrine with a reformed bent. I'm your host, Nathan Lockfield. Today is Tuesday, November 3rd. Sorry for the slight delay in the episode. I had to last minute preach to cover a friend with COVID. That sermon may be out soon as a special episode if the recording comes out well. But for today, we have the fourth episode of the Brief Doctrinal Examinations. Today, we'll follow up on the episode of the Trinity with one on the attributes of God. We'll be back after a quick break to dive in. The doctrine of the Trinity that we explored in the previous episode provides a framework for thinking about God's attributes. Christian doctrine has defined two categories of attributes, the incommunicable, those which only God has, such as being eternal, immutable, and impassable, and the communicable, those that humans, as those made in the image of God, have, but which God has in perfection, such as being good, true, merciful, and loving. The incommunicable attributes are aspects of God that we do not share. So, the triune God is eternal, that is, has always existed and will always exist. We, clearly, are not. Additionally, God is immutable and impassable. This means that God does not change, and that God cannot be changed. As such, God is utterly trustworthy and unchangeably faithful, no matter our situation. Again, something we cannot say of ourselves. Indeed, while some argue that God is passable and suffers, pointing to certain texts in Scripture that suggest God changing God's mind or, quote-unquote, repenting, I, and much of Christian tradition and doctrine, understand these passages to be the human authors speaking as they view the situation from their perspective, and they do not, in fact, mean that God changed God's mind. If you missed the episode on Scripture, go back and listen to that one in terms of the human divine authorship of Scripture. As noted, though, Christian tradition rightly holds that God is impassable, and so does not suffer. Rather, as Paul Graverlink puts it, God, as God, does not replicate what we, as humans, suffer. But in the Incarnation, God chooses to make the experience of his human nature fully his own. So, while God is present and sympathetic in human suffering and has defeated it in Christ, God does not suffer, as God is impassable. If you would like to explore this further, I would recommend J. Todd Billings' article, Undying Love, in First Things on this topic. I'll link to it in the show notes. Additionally, God is incomprehensible. So, while we faithfully study and interpret scripture and doctrine so as to help the church begin to understand who God is, it is impossible to come to a full understanding of who God is. Only God is capable of fully knowing God's self. Since God is the creator and we are creatures, we cannot ever fully know God. 
only what God reveals of God's self through Scripture and in Christ, as noted in our episode on Revelation. As such, all definitions, all comprehensions of who God is, are incomplete, since we cannot fully know who God is or fully understand the internal life of the triune God. Indeed, Trinitarian theology challenges and often denies traditional logic and reason, because God is outside our understanding as humans. Nevertheless, by God's grace, in God's word, and in the word made flesh in Christ, God makes God's self known to us, though incompletely. The communicable attributes, then, those we share with God, yet imperfectly, are also important to our limited understanding of God. While we as humans strive to be just, good, true, merciful, and loving, at least at our best, God is perfect justice, goodness, and wholeness, and calls us to be just as well. Similarly, God is not only true, but is the truth, Christ. While we can strive to show mercy and we love, though often in a misdirected way, God's mercy and love are perfect. Consequently, while communicable attributes can teach us some things about God, as they are attributes of God that we share, albeit imperfectly, we still are incapable of fully comprehending God. Finally, straying a touch from the attributes, but a finishing touch on some of the doctrine of God discussion, God is utterly complete in God's self, apart from humanity or creation. God did not create the world or humankind because God needed or needs anything else to exist. The Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is complete and without need of anything in God's existence in perfect love within God's self. Thus, God's creation and continued sustaining of creation is an act of pure grace and love from a God who is perfect love. We'll be back in a minute to wrap up. Thank you for listening to our fourth doctrine episode. All quotes will be in the show notes with citations for your reference and their credit. And I'll have the link to Dr. Billing's paper there as well. Please follow us on Twitter at IdentityPod or follow me at Nathan Longfield and rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll be back soon for our fourth interview episode. Please join us then and feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or email at IdentityPod at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back soon. Grace and peace. <laughs>